Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify Nation. And if you're new here, welcome. In this episode, we're going to look at how to configure a zone-based policy firewall. We'll be discussing how to the overall steps on configuring a zone-based policy firewall. We'll go into detail on those five steps to configure your zone-based policy fi firewall. And then finally, we're going to verify your zone-based policy firewall configuration. This episode is part of my series on network security. I'm Kevin here at Kev Techify. Let's get this adventure started. When we look at configuring a zone-based policy firewall, there's typically five steps that you have to do to get your zone-based policy firewall up, implemented, and running. The first step here is to create your zones. So right here, we have our private zone, we have our public zone. So this is our first steps in creating those zones. Once again, those zones identify areas of your network that you sort of want to keep separate and control the traffic going through. Then you want to define, or step two is identify your traffic with a class map. So what we're looking at here is we're looking at the traffic. Here we're looking at HTTP. Here we're looking at HTTP return traffic. We're also looking at any other traffic. So we're identifying our traffic here with a class map. And once again, we are setting this up with the class. So basically so you can think of this, the um, class of your data is going into your class map, whether it's HTTP, web uh, mail traffic, FTP traffic. Then the third step here is define an action with a policy map. What are we gonna do? Where are we gonna let this traffic flow? So what we're doing here is we're defining this action. We are going to allow traffic to go from our private zone to our public zone. And so this is three. And once again, this is called a policy map. So you're creating a policy on what you're gonna do with your identified data from your class map. Down here, we're gonna allow return traffic to come in, and then we're also going to block all other traffic. And so this is all part of step three, is defining an action. Step four is you wanna identify your zone pair, and then match it to a policy. So you're, you're controlling traffic between two zones, you have to identify what two zones. Here, we have our public and private zone. This is going to make our zone pair. So our private zone, our public zone, this is our zone pair. Zone pair. And so that would be step four, identifying that. And then you're going to take this zone pair and you're gonna match it to a policy map. Okay, we're controlling. We've identified our traffic using a class map. So HTTP, we're setting up a policy, we're allowing it to flow through, and then we're taking that policy map and applying it to our zone pair. And then finally, step five here is to assign the zones to the appropriate interfaces. So what we do in here for step five is we take the public zone and we assign it to this interface, which is our serial 000 interface. So that's step five. Over here, we have our private zone. We're gonna apply that to our gig 00 interface this is step five so you create the zone you identify the traffic with a class map 
you define an action with a policy map, define your zone pairs, and then you finally as assign your zones to appropriate interfaces. Let's look at the processes of actually setting up this zone-based policy firewall on a Cisco IOS router. The first step here is to create your zones. However, before you create your zones, you probably need, you should figure out some questions. First question, which interfaces should be included in your zones? Here in our little example, we have two interfaces, G00 and Serial 001. Second question, what will be the name of each zone? Given a name, you can easily identify. Third question here is what traffic is necessary between the zones and in which direction? So what traffic are you looking at controlling? Get those three questions answered, then we can start setting this up. We have two interfaces, two zones, and traffic flowing in one direction. We have that a couple of times, but that's, that's, that's our basics. We have two zones, two interfaces, traffic flowing in one direction. So we have that happen here once, we have it happen here once, and we have it happen here. So three times we have that happen. Traffic source from the public zone will not be allowed. So we, we want to make sure nothing gets in our network from the internet unless we explicitly allow that. What we're going to do is we're going to create the public and private zones for the firewall with the zone security command. Here's the syntax of it. Once again, we are in global configuration mode. And so we use the keyword zone and then security. And then you put the name of the zone. Naming convention is... You typically put your names in all capital letters. That helps it stand out. When you go back and you look at your settings, you can see that that name will stand out quicker. Here, we're gonna go in there and create it. Once again, we are in global configuration mode, zone security, then we put our name in here. So we're gonna create a zone called private. Notice that our, our prompt has changed. Now we are in the configuring a security zone prompt. So once we create that zone, all we're doing is exiting because that's the first step we're doing. Let's go ahead and create the second zone. So zone security and then public is the name of the other one. That's what we're looking at is creating our public zone and our private zone. All we're doing is creating it. Go ahead and exit out of that. The second step is to use a class map to identify the traffic which a policy will be applied. Right here, we have the syntax for the class map command. Starts off once again in global configuration mode, class map, and then type, and then we wanna do an inspection on that. There are several types of class maps. For a zone-based policy firewall configuration, use this word inspect right here. So this is for a zone-based policy firewall. Determine how packets are evaluated evaluated when multiple match criteria exist. Packets must meet one of the match criteria, which would be match any here, or all of the match criteria, that would be match all, to be considered a member of the class. So you're going to match all of it, or you're going to match part of it. And once it matches, then it's going to be part, considered part of your class. So here, the match any, what this does is packets must meet, meet one of the match criteria to be considered a member of the class. And once again, here for the match all, packets must meet match all of that match criteria to be considered a member of the class. And then we have the class name here. 
So here's where we're going to put in our class name, or sorry, our class map name. Next, we set up the match statements in our class map sub configuration. Match, what we're gonna do is match traffic to an access control list, a specific protocol, or even another class map. Now, we've got in our class map, notice our prompt has changed. We are now in the configuration of a class match map and we can match here we can match an access group here and this is the criteria for a class map based on a specific access control list number or name so you can set up an access control list to permit certain traffic through there and deny certain traffic and you can have multiple aces in their access control entries to create this access control list and then you specify either the access control number or the name of that access control list Another match criteria is by protocol. This configures the match criteria for the class map based on a specific protocol. And then you, we give the name of the protocol here. And the third way here was to match on a class map. What this is, is it uses another class map to identify traffic. If you like this episode on configuring zone-based policy firewalls and you get value out of it, and depending upon the platform you're using, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. Doing this supports the channel, which in turn helps me bring you more great content. Subscribe to my channel and click that notification bell to be alerted every time I release a new episode. You can also visit my website at kevtechify.com for all of my details and how to get these episodes in video and podcast form. The third step is to use a policy map to define what action should be taken for traffic that is a member of a class. Command syntax here is to configure a policy map. This is an action that is has specific functionality. It is typically associated with a traffic class. Here, we're gonna go ahead and create our policy map. So once again, global configuration mode, we start off by policy map, and we are doing an, an inspect again because we are looking at a zone-based policy firewall. We give it a name. So you name your policy map here. Then our, our prompt changes, we are now in a policy map configuration mode. And so what we wanna do here is we wanna specify the class, meaning, the match criteria that we set up earlier. So it's class type and inspect because we're a zone-based policy firewall. And then this here, this class map name, this is the class you set up here in step two. That's that class you set up that has all that match criteria. If it matches that criteria, then you have to tell it what to do. And once again, notice our prompt has changed. Now we're in a policy map, the class configuration with the C here. We need to tell it to either inspect, drop, or pass it. Now, if we do the inspect, this is an action that offers state-based traffic control. The router maintains the session here and maintains the session, ses, session information for TCP and UDP and permits the return traffic. We can drop it. This discards the unwanted traffic. So if it matches a certain traffic, maybe you don't want traffic from uh, the shop floor going into the HR zone. You can drop all of that traffic or we can pass it. And this 
This is a stateless action that allows the router to forward traffic from one zone to another. The fourth step is to identify a zone pair and then we associate that zone pair to a policy map. Here we have the command syntax. What we're gonna do is we're gonna create a zone pair with the zone pair security command. So in global configuration mode, we're gonna use the zone pair security command and we're going to create that zone. And then once we've created that zone, we're going to use the service policy type here to attach a policy map and associate the action to that zone pair. Back here in our zone pair security, we're gonna create our pair. So we need to have our two zones. We've created them back in step one where you've just went in and you created those zones. And so what we need to do here is give, give our zone pair a name, something that typically identifies this. A lot of times I see zones called private to public, internet to LAN, something like that, very descriptive. Then the next part here is we have the key keyword source and you have to specify either the source zone or self. Once again, self is the router itself. Data starting on this router is would be source self at this point in time. Then you specify the destination. Once again, it's a destination zone or, sorry, or data headed for our router. Once you've established that zone pair, you created the zone pair name, our prompt changes, and now you can see we're in a bigger command, so config security zone pair. Now we can use the service policy map here. Then you specify that policy map here. This is where you identified the policy for the action to be taken. The fifth step is to assign zones to the appropriate interfaces. Associating a zone to an interface will immediately apply the service policy that has been associated with that zone. If no service policy is yet configured for that zone, all traffic will be dropped. What we do is we use the zone member security command. Look at the prompt we're in. We are in the configuration of an interface. So you have to go into that interface and then zone member security and then put that name of the zone. This is going back to step one again, the name of the zone. So you're gonna put that in here. Here's our example. From global configuration mode, we're gonna go into interface gig zero zero. And then we're gonna set the gig zero zero interface into the private zone. Our prompt is now changed. We're in interface configuration mode. We use the keyword zone member security, and then we say what zone it's part of. And we're gonna set our gig zero zero interface to the private. Then we change into our interface for our serial zero 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 and set that zone to public. To verify your zone based policy firewall configuration, you can use the show run command. Here we're using the show run command. We're beginning it with the first line that starts with class map. Right here, we, you can see we have our class map and we're doing inspection again. Inspection is for a zone-based policy firewall. And if they match any of the match criteria here, so we have our match criteria set up here. So if it matches the protocol HTTP, protocol HTTPS, protocol DNS, that is good, that'll be considered matching here. 
and we've named it HTTP traffic. Now the class map comes first and then the policy map comes second because that policy map uses the class map. And so once again, we are doing a type inspect for our zone-based policy firewall. We give it a name. And for this policy map, we called it private to public policy. It's a descriptive name. So it's going from the private zone to the public zone. Inside of the, inside of the policy map here, we can see that our class type here is we're going to inspect for our class map of HTTP traffic. Once again, this is where we design, or sorry, where we set up that class map is right up above it. Down here, we have our zone settings. So we created a public zone and a private zone. We have our zone pair settings right here. So here's our zone pair. We had, we called it a private to public basically descriptive we have the private zone to the public zone and the source here is the private zone we can or we establish that zone there to the public zone once again another zone we established and then this the policy we're going to use here is private to public policy now this is the policy map we established right there all of these need to be in order. All these need to relate back and forth. And finally, one of the last things we do is then associate the interfaces with the zones. In our show run statement here, we get down to the interfaces. We have gig 00 here, and we say that it's a zone member here of private, and then serial 000 is part of the public zone. To verify your zone-based policy firewall, we can use from privilege exec mode, we can use the show policy map type inspect zone pair sessions. And this is going to give you a lot of the information here that you can use to verify your zone based policy firewall. First thing we can see here is we can see this is the name that we gave it. So our zone pair is private to public. The service policy here was private to public policy. Notice the naming convention. It, they're very similar, but we have the policy at the end of it to differentiate the name policy. Plus they're in all caps, so it's a little bit easier to read. Then we have our class map of HTTP traffic saying that we have match any, so we can match any of these down here, any of these matches to have it process the traffic. So we have a protocol of HTTP, HTTPS, DNS, we can see how many packets that actually match in it. So it does give us statistics here. So we've had 12 packets in 30 seconds. We've had five packets in 30 seconds and zero packets. Number of established sessions. We had one established session and it went from here, 192.168.1.3 to 10.1.1.2 on port 43. So this is HTTPS here. I'm guessing somebody made a web call from a machine here to a web server here. As you configure your zone-based policy firewall using that command line interface, several things you need to think about. Here, the router never filters traffic between interfaces on the same zone. So if you have multiple interfaces in one zone, and remember you can do that, the router won't filter the traffic between those interfaces because they belong to the same zone here. The second one, here is an interface cannot belong to multiple zones. So an interface cannot belong to multiple zones, but a 
but multiple interfaces can belong to one zone. Now, with the interface not belonging to multiple zones, what we can do is to create a union of security zones. And this is to specify a new zone and the appropriate policy name and zone na names to do that. The next thing that we have right here is that zone-based policy firewall. It can exist with a classic firewall, although they cannot be used on the same face. So, or sorry, interface. For an interface, it either needs to be a zone-based policy firewall or it needs to be a classic firewall. You can't have both running on that same interface. The next one here is traffic can never flow from an interface assigned to a zone to an interface without a zone assignment. It can never flow from an interface that's in a zone to an interface without a zone. The thinking here is that interface that doesn't have a zone, you haven't really considered it. You haven't brought it into the idea of the zone-based policy firewall. We're not gonna let data go, go from that zone-based policy firewall into something that's not regulated. The next one here is the default inter-zone policy. So between zone is to drop all traffic here. It's gonna drop all of your traffic unless it's specifically allowed by service policy configured for that zone pair. And finally, the zone member command does not protect the router itself. Unless that zone pair are configured using the predefined self zones. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on configuring a zone-based policy firewall. If you like this episode and you got value out of it, and of course, depending upon what platform you're using, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All my socials and contact information are on my website, kevtechify.com. And you can get all of these episodes in video and podcast form. In the upper right is my playlist for my series on network security. In the bottom right is one of my favorite videos that I picked out just for you. Thank you so much for watching this episode on my series of network security. Once again, I'm Kevin. This is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.